This ain't parents at to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents at to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle, cause it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda, cause she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Parenting with a Punch show. I have a fabulous guest here with me today, Kat Lake. She is a divorce coach. Let's please give her a very warm welcome. Good morning, Kat. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> very well. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be here with you today. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you and, and learn all about the the work that you do and working with parents going through divorce. Uh, I have very many clients right now that, um, or a few that are going through a divorce and a few that have already gone through the process. So I somewhat understand the struggle and I know how important it is to have a support person in your corner and, and, and really just help you get through the process. So tell us what, what, um, as a divorce coach, what are some of the things that you work on your clients with? So people come to me probably at three different points. Some people come to me and they're trying to figure out whether or not they should go through the divorce process. Um, some people come to me as they're going through the process and some people come to me afterwards if they're still triggered by their ex or they're having co-parenting issues or just can't get themselves emotionally free and ready to move on to new relationships. So everyone's coming in with kind of a different uh, program to work through and just like any coach, I help people move forward. So I give them homework and coach them on how to be their best selves. That's awesome. And as we know, like so, so very much needed. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I know we talked a little bit about um, sort of like the two biggest fears that, you know, you kind of come across when you're going through the divorce process. So what would you say are like the two biggest fears? I would definitely say the two biggest fears are, I mean, there's a lot of them, but the two biggest ones are, are my financial situation going to be okay? Are my finances going to be okay? And then their children, they want to know that their kids are going to be okay getting through the process. Right. Now, what do you typically see um, with the finances piece? I mean, you help navigate through that, correct? Yeah. So I help people get, you know, I really help people get organized so they can work with their attorneys and get down to the business of divorce. So part of that is helping them figure out what budget, what their budget is, what their living situation is, um, what they're entitled to through the divorce and getting the paperwork together. So that way, when they go and meet with their attorney, they can think logically and actually sort through and figure out financially what makes the most sense for them. Oh, I, I can only imagine. So, I mean, a lot of the times, um, whether or not there's a mediator involved, it kind of gets like away from the, the bigger topics, correct? Like there's a lot of emotions, of course, involved. Like how do you typically help your clients work through some of that? 
Right. So I always tell people I save you money as you go through your divorce, because I think going through divorce for anybody is an emotional process. I mean, everything in your life is thrown up in the air and is up for negotiation. So what happens is people end up calling their attorneys with a lot of their emotional needs. Um, and really the attorneys don't, well, good attorneys don't really want to be paying attention to that. They just want to get down to the business of the divorce because that's what divorce is. It's really a business transaction. So people call me and they talk about things like my ex is making these allegations. My ex is saying, I'm not a good parent. My ex has a girlfriend. I mean, you name it. And I actually help people sift through the information and figure out what we need to ignore and what we need to tell the attorney. And most of the stuff we actually do not need to tell the attorney because it doesn't make actually much of a difference in the court process. Right. I it mean, does. <laughs> oh, I, I just, I mean, I've gone through, you know, one or two, you know, cl very close friends and family that have gone through the process. And I just remember, yeah. you know, hearing about sort of the things that kind of got dis got discussed and, I think one had a mediator and another did not. I can't really recall, but um, I think a lot of the times, do you find that attorneys will um, sort of like... Make things worse? <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, do you find that they typically will try and sit, like tell their clients, like, this is not something that that we do, or this is not something that like we sort of like work on like maybe you should find another support like do you do you, do you come across that at all with some of the attorneys do you work um, oh yeah so I, I mean so that's the thing I work with attorneys and mediators and I feel like the good ones actually want to work with me because I help give them a credible client right so I give, I give them a client who's dealt with the emotions with me and they can actually go into their four-way meetings and into their negotiations with you know not emotionally reacting to everything but some attorneys, I will say, um, you know, I do a lot of work with people who have personality disorders too, but, and I think that some attorneys, either they're not aware of it, they don't know how to diagnose it. And for some, it creates billable hours, honestly. Um, you know, so they might stir the pot. They might try to make the other parent uh, discredit them as a, as a person just to kind of wear them down as they're going through the legal negotiation process. Oh, that is awful. I, I, yeah. Any parent going through that, I mean, how do you, like, you're already an emotional wreck going through the divorce right. process. And if you have right. to forget about it. Yeah. And then you yeah, I mean, that on top of the mix. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's awful. And then, you know, I always tell people that when you're going through the divorce, you're sort of working from the lizard brain, which is that fight or flight mode. It's sort of the, it's the oldest part of our brain. And I try to help people get back into their higher functioning logical decision-making mode so you make good decisions for themselves and their kids that's very interesting yeah because you had you had just mentioned that um you know you you're able to sort of uh sift through and, and recognize some of the personality disorders now your background is uh in social work yeah well. so i uh, yeah i mean i spent 20 years as a child and family therapist and so that's actually how I got into this field, because as you know, 50% of first marriages end in divorce. Yes. And I was wanting to help my folks. And when I went back into the research, I realized there wasn't a whole lot of research to help me. And um, so we were kind of winging it together. And then I went through my own high conflict divorce mm -hmm. and uh, came out the other end and thinking there's just got to be a better way. I think the legal system is broken in many ways, and I don't think that it actually helps families in the best way it could. Oh, that is, yeah.
Yeah, and so you also have the personal experience in going through your own divorce. So you you know some of the things, you know, what not to look for and what to sort of focus on. Right. So I help people avoid all the mistakes I made. That's what I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. That's that right. they're the ones that are gonna benefit from it greatly. When right. They, when they get to the other side, they're gonna look back and they're gonna be like, Amen. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> Now, the, the kids piece, um, yeah. you know, of course, it, th it's such a hot topic. And there, I mean, we could probably talk forever about this top, topic, divorce in general, but then throw kids mm -hmm. in. Um, what, I mean, do you find that parents have difficulty? Um, I mean, it's evident to me because it's, it's the work that I do. Parenting on the same page is obviously probably very difficult. But do you find that... I mean, is it more, and of course, every case is going to be different, but I mean, are some parents sort of fighting for like the custody piece of it or is it, or, you know, is it more so just like trying to get at each other because there's so many emotions involved? Like how do you work through some of like the kids stuff and, and, and especially you being the background in mental health, like what would be your suggestions there for families in terms of like thinking about their children going through this process? So, I mean, a lot of it is helping the parents kind of put their ego aside and realize that post-divorce things are going to be different. So, I, I like, here's a very common uh, issue or topic that I deal with with moms, especially moms who've been the primary parent. Now, you know, they'll come to me and say, okay, now my husband's being the dad he should have been in the past. Now he's being more active. And I say, this is great. This is going to be the positive thing that comes out of this divorce is dad's going to be more involved in parenting. Um, and mom has to, in some level, let go of her mama bear that comes out, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and that's not easy. It's not an easy thing. It, you know, it, it kind of brings up the most, the worst in all of us. But that's really what needs to happen in order to shift into a family that's post-divorce and thriving and doing well. But absolutely, you know, I think it's not divorce that, that damages the children. And I think that's what parents' biggest fear is. It's how the parents behave post-divorce that's the biggest issue. Like, are you using your children as a messenger? Are you trying to dominate your child's time to get back at your ex? Are you sending passive-aggressive messages to your children about their other parents? So those are the things that are really damaging. It's not the divorce itself. Right. I, I'm, I'm so happy that you, that you mentioned that because I think a lot of us need to hear that. I mean, even for families that are still married and that may be struggling in the home because again, we know the 50% rate of divorce, yeah. right? And even less than that are actually happy. I think it's like, I don't even know. I don't think it's exact, of course, but I want to say it's like even 22% out of that 50 are even happy, which is really really low so I think it's important for for parents to recognize that you know the fighting in front of the children and the like you yeah. just said about using each other as a pawn or like you know oh well you know your daddy said this or just even talking about each other in front of your children can be so detrimental would you agree oh absolutely yeah it's 
And, you know, I always tell parents, like, biting your tongue is a pretty amazing skill that we have to practice. <laughs> you know, because, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, here's the thing. What I see is children always figure it out in their own time when they're ready to deal with it. But, but you as a parent educating your child on how awful your husband or your ex, your wife was, or it's not going to help the child. No. And, and they do figure it out on their own, in their own way. Right. And a lot of the times, too, I mean, depending on the age, you know, if the children are a little bit younger, right. um, may, they may or may not, um, well, of course, they're not going to have the same exact experience as a child that's a little bit older. Right. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my younger kids that are dealing with divorce, often what I see is a lot of somatic symptoms, a lot of anxiety, separation yeah. anxiety, not wanting to go to school, headaches. <laughs> so it's more, you know, I think it's harder for the younger kids to verbalize what they're really feeling. And usually they feel a whole mixed bag of emotions. Um, and then the older kids, you get more of kind of the acting out stuff and the angry stuff or, and or refusing to speak to one of the parents or... Um, so it's different in every situation and definitely different for different age groups. So it's so interesting because you literally just described like, and even with the different ages, like exactly what it is with the clients that I see, because a lot of the clients that I work with have anxiety. And mm -hmm. of course I'm working with parents, you know, a lot on parenting on the same page and there's already that unhealthy dynamic in the first place because you know some of the behaviors are arising right so there's other underlying factors that are going on in the house so it's just interesting right. to me because it just proves to you how important that healthy partnership is between yeah. you and your spouse oh absolutely that's the most important relationship <laughs> so you know I when I was doing child and family therapy I, I was uh providing anxiety coaching and I would say that you know, at least half of the families would come in. I would do the anxiety coaching with the children. And then one of the parents would say, oh, by the way, this, you know, we're having this issue. We're thinking about divorce where, you know, so the child is experiencing anxiety for a reason <laughs> because they're picking up on the tension between the parents. So. Yep. It's so, yep. so true. It, it's just, yeah. it, it, Oh, never seems to amaze me in, in, in doing this work and working so closely. Now, do you see, um, do you see parents or, or um, individuals in person, uh, virtual? Do you do a mix or does it depend on the client? So I do a mix. I'm actually starting an online divorce support group, which I'm really excited about. Oh. So I'm trying to get a little bit more uh, virtual savvy. Okay, great. <laughs> I do have an office here in Andover um, and I, host events in the community, but I'm also uh, starting to do more online. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. Now, where, um, for anyone that's looking for the online um, course, where can they find information? Are you still in the process of launching it? So I'm still in the process of launching it. We're shooting for the end of September to get it going. And most people come to me, surprisingly, uh, through my personal Facebook. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So if anyone is looking to get in touch with you, um, Cat Blake, C-A, well, would it be under your full name, Catherine, with a it's C? It's actually under my full name. It's actually Catherine, C-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E, Blake. Yep. 
Fabulous. Okay, great. Well, for <laughs> anyone that is looking for support or is thinking about going through a divorce, please reach out to Catherine. I have uh, definitely can attest to the work that she does. She's amazing. And even oh, especially with her, her background and experience. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I got it. I feel so passionate about doing this work and helping my families because like I said, I think that sometimes the divorce process can make things worse. And if there's any residual emotions, the co-parenting isn't working well. So, you know, it's really just coaching people on how to get unhooked and use their logical brain and put their kids' needs first, because that's the most important. Absolutely. Amen. That is such a huge message for anyone that tunes into this episode to hear because I mean it can get better it will get better but you have to put yourself first and get through through this process and not drag yourself and your children you know <laughs> through yeah, it I'm also doing general coaching so it's looking also at your mindset how are yep. you thinking about things what are you personalizing uh it's all of it because mindset is key to right to everything yes. <laughs> Yes, so that, that is everything. <laughs> you can come out the other end thriving post-divorce. You can yeah. redefine your life. You can discover something, a new skill, a new hobby, new friends. Like there's so much potential for greatness. Yeah. And not get pumped down in the negativity. Right. And then, you know, and also in, in deserving of, of a partnership where you're extremely happy and you're working together as a team and all of the positive, you know, attributions that are supposed to come with marriage, right? <laughs> Absolutely, right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was such a pleasure having you. And this is such an important topic, um, especially for me in the work that I do, because I try and help families, you know, not want to get divorced so they can, you know, <laughs> work together right. and, and find love again and, and, you know, work through this because it is possible but you have to put in the work. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I always tell people just because I'm a divorce coach, I'm not pro divorce. So <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, just this week, I actually had a client, I've been working with her for about a year and she was working with a mediator and was heart set on divorce. And she started to think about it. And we started to think about all the ways it was going to impact her life. And she said, you know what? I need a referral to a couples therapist. I'm not ready for divorce at this point. Oh, so, I hope it, I hope it works out. <laughs> yeah, I, and I always say people get married for the wrong reasons. People also get divorced for the wrong reasons. So I want right. you to make you know, really good decisions, and and you're doing it for the right reasons. Absolutely, I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on Parenting with a Punch oh. show. Have a beautiful day, and uh, we will definitely be connecting again soon. Thank you so much for tuning into Parenting with a Punch podcast. Remember, as always, keep asking for more. To book a family strategy call or get on the waiting list for in-home services, reach out parentingwithapunch.com. Thanks, y'all. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Class is in session. Please be seated. Behaviors that get attention get repeated. Avoid the power struggle because it will get you heated. Listen to Amanda because she knows how to teach it. Yo, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, 
parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't parents out to lunch. No, this is parenting with the punch. Oh, this ain't 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 parenting with the punch. Oh,